The prank call to your wife was the highlight of the show today. That was fun. Man, that was so fun. You definitely got to stick around and check that one out on the podcast. Uh, and we also had a very interesting misconnections. If you've ever been camping and saw something you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. A trash flash that maybe didn't have a lot of points, but it had heart. But it was trashy. That's for dang sure. And Vikings tickets up for grabs as Kelly Jordan shows off his football all knowledge. All right. All right. Good day today. We'll get into all of it right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Woods, you got yourself in a bit of uh, some trouble yesterday. Well, so here's the deal is I am very open with it. I like gambling on football. Right. I like putting money down, but technically it is illegal in certain states. Okay. okay it's I illegal understand. in our state. It's frowned upon. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and say that. So some sites, you can't use your regular money. Okay. I had to buy Bitcoin over the weekend. You're an investor now. Well, because then I had to buy it, then turn around and use that as whatever. So okay. I'm not going to lie to you. It is absurdly hard to buy Bitcoin. Is it really? I got shot down like six times. Like every time I went through it, it would like ask for verification. I did all this stuff. Boom. Payments been declined. Give me a break. I literally had to get on the phone with my bank. And called them. Now, meanwhile, as I'm doing all this, I have Andrea on my shoulder. This is silly. I can't imagine your wife like that. This is silly. I don't think this is a good idea. She starts thought, you know, all this, you know, you keep giving everyone our credit card number. Who knows? You know what? You know, Nigerian prince now yeah. has all my information. Right. I'm just, you know, I'm like, Andrew, can you stop it? Yeah. Uh, what do I have to do next? Daddy's on a heater. Pretty much. You know, I'm like, <laughs> kickoff is in 30 minutes, Andrea. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and she kept going. I, 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 so yesterday, I was telling you about all this. Yeah. And boom, it hit me like a light bulb. I said, with all the tools of AI and everything, yes, I want to prank my wife. <laughs> so you and I got something together and called my wife. Now, my wife has no, no idea about any of this. Right. And we recorded all of it. And thank God we didn't do this live. No. Oh, my gosh, dude. We would have been taken off the air. Because originally you're like, well, should we do it tomorrow? And I say, absolutely not. I, we would have lost our jobs. So we called my wife yesterday and recorded it and kind of scared her a little bit that maybe our stuff did get stolen. All right. Here it is. This is hilarious. Hello? Hello. This is a call from Wells Fargo Fraud Protection Services, if this is Andrea Wood. Please press or say one. One. We are calling you in regards of some suspicious account activity. If you recently made a purchase of $6,347.13, please say confirm. What in the I swear to God, Matt, I knew it. If you did not make this purchase and believe that this charge is fraudulent, please say unconfirm. Uh, unconfirm. What the hell? Thank you for confirming your purchase. It will be processed immediately. Is there anything else we can help you with today? Andrea? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, The customer service representative. Representative, please. You would like to speak with a customer service representative? Do I have that correct? Yes. Due to unexpected call volume, your wait time is estimated to be 5 hours and 13 minutes. Please wait and the next available representative will be with you. Please enjoy this hold music. Please press 1 at any time if you would like to hear your options again. Swear to God. Bullshit. 
You are currently waiting to speak to a customer service representative and currently have no other options I can help you with. Would you like to get back in line? Please say yes or no. Yes. Due to unexpected call volume, your current wait time is 7 hours and 44 minutes. Oh, that. Please enjoy this hold music and the next available customer service agent will be with you shortly. Oh, bullshit. And that's about the time that she hung up on you. <laughs> and soon as she hung up, you and I are dying laughing in here. <laughs> it's making me laughing ringing again. She called me up and oh I just asked, hello? She hit me <laughs> with a 90 second string of profanities yelling and screaming at me. Oh, man. By the time I finally got her cooled down, <laughs> she was still hot. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right, we're playing the prison prices right for Zach Bryan tickets. We got our two contestants on the phone. Allie, are you there? Yes, I am. Terry, are you still there? I sure am. Ladies, let's play the prison prices right. Hey! Woo-hoo! Now, here's the deal. I have a new list here. Now, this is from a women's prison. That's all I can say. Oh, I'm at a disadvantage. So we're going to start off with you, Allie. Allie, you ever been to jail? No. You know anybody on the inside? No, I don't. Okay. okay. You sound disappointed about that, but you know what? Hey, <laughs> start hanging out with a seedier element. Yeah. But we'll, <laughs> we'll move to you. Terry, you ever been to prison? No. Do you know anybody doing hard time on the inside? Yes. Okay. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Do you care to put that business out there? Um, no, not really. Have you ever had to put money in their commissary? No. Okay. All right. Then we're still a level playing field here. I think so. So here we go. I have two items up for bid. We'll start off with our first one. Remember, it's good to get closest. I don't care about going over. And then we'll eliminate someone and move on. Our first item up for bid, something after Kelly Jordan's own heart. A hundred counts of fiber tabs. <laughs> Don't put my business out there. So, we're going to start off with you, Terry. Terry, how much would you pay in the prison price is right for 100 fiber tabs from the prison commissary? Gosh. I don't know, like 50 bucks? 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Okay. Although Metamucil is expensive. Well, if I guess you're backed up, you'll pay any price. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the, what they serve in prison. I don't know what that does to you. I don't either. We'll move no. over to you, Kelly Jordan. How much would you pay in the prison price is right for five or for one hundred fiber tabs? Now I am very skilled in how much fiber costs on the outside. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say one hundred. You say one hundred count. All right, I'm going to say. All right. Allie, you are our final contestant here in the prison Price is Right. How much are you paying for a 100 count of fiber tabs from the prison commissary? I'm going to say $7.99. $7.99. Well, I'm not going to lie. All three of you guys are, A, backed up and way overpriced. I'm not backed up at all. The prison commissary has 100 count of fiber tabs on sale for $3.79. Dang. That's that's cheaper than out here. Terry, you're like $46 off. (laughs) Unfortunately, you are out. Damn it. I don't know how much uh, fiber stuff costs or anything Uh, costs in prison. You're missing out, Terry. Well, congratulations on your crystal clean colon and you're now rooting for Kelly Jordan. (laughs) All right. Terry, I will do my best. Start texting in the word fiber right now to 320-656-9453.
All right, here we go. Allie, it's you and me. Here we go. We are down to two here. We're going to start off with you, Kelly Jordan. All right. How much would you pay for some skincare here? I have a four-ounce jar of oil of Olay. How much would you pay from the prison prices rights from the prison commissary for oil of Olay four ounces? I'm gonna go with the number that popped in my head instantly when you said it, and I'm gonna say four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. All right, Allie, for you. That was Kelly Jordan representing the Texers, texting on the word fiber right now. How much would you pay for a four ounce jar of oil of Olay? I would pay five dollars. Five dollars. Oh, come on, Allie. Going over. <laughs> Allie, you did Kelly Jordan and the Texters dirty. And you're right. Oh, man. It's $9.24. That's more than the fiber. Well, I mean, got to have that skin right when you're sitting there on the grumper. (laughs) Well, Allie, I wish you a congratulations. You did it today. You beat me out in the prison prices right. You are going to see Zach Bryan. Yes. I tried buying tickets yesterday, but they were sold out. Now put that money right back in your pocket. Oh, my. Go to the prison commissary. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. All right, so what's going on? So I have a Happy Hour story to share for you guys. That happened over the weekend. Okay, Okay, and you don't want your name on the radio, correct? But we can play this back or no? Yes. Okay. Okay, awesome. So, okay, so tell us, what is your Happy Hour story? So my... So a side story for it, my husband and I got our new bank cards in the mail. We called to activate them. They said they were activated. So then we went to a grocery store store to go shopping, whatever. Got to the checkout. I happened to not bring my money with, and we didn't bring our old cards with. Got to the checkout to use our new card. It kept getting declined. Oh, no. We tried every way possible. Used both of his new cards, had no other way to pay for it. Oh, no. We had over $350 worth of stuff with us. So what we did, so we were just going to tell them, hey, can you set it aside? We'll run home. We'll come back and pay for them. Mm -hmm. Some guy, no idea who he was, came up and paid for our groceries for us. $300 worth? Yes. Whoa, that is insane. We we just got wide-eyed and we're like, what just happened to us? Because you would never think that anyone would be willing to pay for that high amount of groceries for someone else. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't like, here's my, you know, here's my address. You can go ahead and pay me back whenever. Nope. He just put his hands on us and said, Jesus loves you, and walked away. Whoa. What an amazing story that is. Right. So that's, I mean, this is something that you'll never forget for the rest of your life. Right. So what did the uh, what did the cashier say when this happened? Well, we went to um, the self-checkout, too. Oh, okay. So there was an employee that tried to have us try different ways, and when it kept getting denied... And then this stranger just came up and paid for it for us. This will change probably the way you handle a lot of things in your life, won't it? Oh, yes, definitely. Like knowing that there's that amount of good out there in the world, how could you not be like, you know what? Maybe I need some more patience or maybe, you know. 
Right. I mean, and you got to kind of pay that forward. Not saying you got to go buy three hundred fifty dollars worth of groceries, but like you're like you said, Kelly, you don't know what that can do for somebody, and you can do something kind for somebody else. And again, doesn't have to be monetary or whatever. Right. It's just that's what kind of kicks off and kind of gets these things going. You know. Yes. Exactly. I am so thankful that you shared this story with us today. This is such an awesome happy hour to know it happened to someone listening. And so, and maybe this person who did this is listening right now. And yeah. you're, and, you're, and you're, if they are, we are fully grateful and we appreciate it. And the time that he also saved us from going home and coming back, like that saved us a bunch of time too. And the embarrassment, let's be real here. The embarrassment yeah, having to flag somebody down. <laughs> That's just brutal. <laughs> right. That is an amazing story. And thank you, honestly, thank you so much for taking the time to tell us that today. You bet. Yes, no problem. And we do plan on paying it forward, too. <laughs> These people are looking for love. Oh, yeah. I love it. We'll help them find it. Sure will. Connections with Kelly Wood. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost made it to a love connection. But they missed it, so we use 100,000 watts of broadcasting power to see if we can't thrust them back together. Oh, man. Now, this one got sent to us on the Kellywood Instagram page, the DMs. Oh. Shout out to Allie for finding this one. Thank you, Allie. And I don't believe this, I don't believe Allie is the target of this one. Oh, that would be weird. Male for female. Mm. Hopefully, this isn't too late. I'm trying to find the amazingly beautiful woman that I stumbled across. I'm leaving the campground name out. All right. They, they want nothing to do with this. <laughs> no. When I was up there this week, just for some background, I was up there with a few buddies. It was part of a bachelor party weekend. Oh, yeah. For my friend Eric. Now, we have this thing where we get one person completely loaded, put them in a man thong, and then set them loose in the woods and go find them 10 minutes later. Since I caught the smallest fish that day... It was my turn to be the, quote, snipe hunt, unquote, target. Golly, that's the most Midwest thing I've heard all day. Oh, I'm not going to lie. It sounds actually kind of real fun. <laughs> I'm not a drinker, but this sounds like a blast. Why, you want to get out there in a thong? Is that I what it just is? Just get somebody loaded and send them in the woods? <laughs> anyway. That's how you get ticks, you know. Back to the heart. I obviously got turned around, and I stumbled into your campsite, scaring the living hell out of you and your friend. Boo. I forgot that I was in man panties when I said, hey, what's up? (laughs) And you grabbed your mace. You like what you see? Thankfully, you didn't shoot as I ran off. Good news is my friends found me and some of them don't believe that a super hot female like you was up there camping. So I want to prove them wrong and I would also like to take you out. I will even wear pants and a shirt. Wow, he's going all out. That's class. Yeah. Send back where you were camping at so I know this is the right person. I'm a little more afraid that there's multiple people out there getting stumbled on by dude in man panties. There could be. That, there could be a wave of people who saw this gentleman. Oh, this wasn't me. This, this was a different gentleman. Oh, my. Either way, Wood. He's got a long road ahead of him. Can you imagine if you're just sitting there, I don't know, maybe you got some s'mores going, all of a sudden you hear yeah. a little rustling from With behind. With the kids. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. What the? Hey, what's up? <laughs> ah! 
Sir, I believe that thong's on backwards. And I'm not foraging for those berries. Oh, Lord. Well, Wood, did you make a love connection today? Only time will tell. What a story that is. But I certainly know we did all we could do to use the power of radio to thrust these two back together. And I bet you'll have another one for us next week. I'll try my darndest. And a little something we like to call missed connections. Kelly Wood. The good news is we got Vikings tickets to give away. Bad news is... I have to show how stupid I am about sports on the air right now. Or how smart you are. Right. Sometimes I surprise everyone, including myself. All thanks to Pepsi, we are getting you and a friend in to see the Minnesota Vikings take on the Chargers. This game going down September 24th. Now, we're going to get a couple qualifiers for that. Mm -hmm. We'll pick one of those winners. But the bigger thing is you also get qualified in for the grand prize, which are tickets to the suite. Oh, man, that's... That's the suite where you can go down and see the field. The Vikings locker room like walks right through it. Oh, it's so cool. It is absolutely awesome. That'll be for the 49ers game on Monday Night Football, October 23rd. But we got to get somebody qualified for these Charger tickets first. All right, we got Jason on the phone. Jason, what are you up to, man? I am driving the garbage truck. All right, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. Now, we want to get you in and get you qualified for this sweet package. See what I did there, Kelly? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask Kelly Jordan a question here about football. You just have to tell me whether or not he will get it right or he will get it wrong. The question is this. Randy Moss was quite a character for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. In fact, one of his most famous quotes is straight cash, homie. Okay. All right. Now, what? Event was he fined for that he said straight cash homie about? Oh gosh! Come on, Kelly Jordan. Now so, you think on that, okay. Jason. Will Kelly Jordan get this question right or will he get it wrong? <laughs> He'll get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think my reaction was pretty much a dead giveaway, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, what was the question? One more time. Randy Moss said straight cash homie when he was asked about paying his fine. For what event? I bet I know it. Oh, wait. Paying his fine for what event? Yes. Um, spiking a football. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because <laughs> everyone spikes a football. I thought you got fined for it, though. No. Well, there's certain things about it. It was not spiking the football. <laughs> it was after a touchdown, though, when he fake mooned the fans in Green Bay. Oh, dang it. It was quite a to-do about it all. And then they said, how did you pay the fine straight cash, homie? Because they said, did you already write the check? He said, rich people don't write checks. Oh. And they said, how did you pay it? He said, straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Exactly. <laughs> Randy Moss, one of the best to ever do it. Which means, Jason, you were correct that Kelly Jordan would get it wrong. You are qualified to go see the Minnesota Vikings take on the Chargers September 24th. And, of course, you are also qualified in for that sweet package to see Monday Night Football against the 49ers, all thanks to Pepsi. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Kelly and Wood. We got your trash flash on the way in just a couple of minutes with Kelly and Wood in the morning. If you're looking for a job change, this might be the next one for you. Friendship coaches are now becoming popular. Okay. And you can imagine what these people do. They not only help you break up with friends in your life that aren't serving your needs, Hmm. they help you pick new friends and find new ones to have more successful friendships. Imagine having this much discretionary income. <laughs> like, I need me a friendship coach. That you can pay someone f- to go be an adult for you. Well, or you, you could just pay people to be your friend. 
That's you true. S- skip the middleman, you know. I'm well, sure, you know, for 500 bucks a month, I'd be anybody's friend. World's oldest profession. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I just can't believe they're saying that a, the, a new school has graduated 125 of these friendship coaches. Oh, wait a second. That means hold there's up, a school. Hold up, hold up. There's a school for it, which is probably collecting money. And that's then these, right. these guys get out and collect money for it. That's the grift right there. Like, right. What do you teach them? Here's how you shake a hand. I could I could teach this class in eight minutes. Yeah. You know, don't be a knob. Right. Be cool. And if you need to break up with someone, tell them to go to hell. Boom. Although, as someone... <laughs> tuition, pay over there. As someone like me who doesn't have any friends, maybe this is what I need in my life. Someone to go out there. I, I want someone to do all the heavy lifting for me. Like, bring me a bunch of bring me a bunch of people that could possibly be friends of mine. What are you a sultan? <laughs> and then I'll, I'll sort through them. Bring people in front of you. Yes. You're gonna have like a gong where the floor opens up and they fall through. As my daughter always laughs when I say, I'm always like, I need to go somewhere and meet some men. <laughs> my, my daughter's like, Dad, you gotta not say that in public. You get invited to a lot of stuff though, and then you don't go. And then you say you don't have any friends. You've got to meet somebody halfway. See, this is my this is me teaching the class. Thank you. You're welcome. Here's here's some money. <laughs> <laughs> that was priceless information, sir. All right, we got the uh, trash flash on the way next. And I have myself a gentleman who's a bad driver. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason for it. Okay. It's trashy, but there's a reason. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Nebraska, my friend. Hoosier? No, No. it's Indiana. What are they called? Corn Huskers. Corn Husker Trash. Hey! Husker Trash. There we go. There we go. Well, that's where we have a quiet night in Nebraska. As you can imagine, there's not a ton of people out there, right? Well, that's when authorities got a call on 911 from someone who says, Hey, you need to get out here to this highway because I tell you what, there's a car driving the wrong way. That's dangerous. Absolutely it is. Well, sure enough, authorities said, okay, all right, hold on. Where's your location? We've got an officer on the way. That's when the caller said, oh, my gosh. This driver almost just ran me off the road. Said, I'm on Highway 77 going north, and there's someone on the wrong side of the road. Hurry up and get here. So authorities arrived on the scene, and when they did, they sure enough, they found a car heading in the wrong direction. It was the caller to 911. <laughs> when authorities walked up to the window, they could tell that the gentleman inside was obviously intoxicated. He rolled down the window and he said, hey, everyone's driving the wrong way. <laughs> All right. That, I shouldn't be laughing. That, that could have turned out really, really bad. He said, the roads are gnarly out here. When the officer said, well, do you know why I'm here? He says, yeah, I think actually I may be on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> There you got it. He said, I think I missed an exit, got turned around, and sure enough, I think I'm headed north when I should be going south. Well, officers said, yeah, that's the problem. Pulled him out and arrested him. A blood alcohol content test. Here we go. He checked in at twice the legal limit. Jeez. 
0.16. Now that's drunk, right? Yeah. That, that doesn't seem drunk enough to make that huge of a mistake. Well, when you're out there riding around, all of a sudden, like, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I shouldn't be laughing because that could have turned out absolutely terrible. Well, dumb and drunk is a terrible mixture. It sure is. And that's what happened to our driver. All right. Well, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Please. Um, I don't know where to say. I mean, we have he was drunk. That's 75. Yep. Driving drunk, that's going to get you 200 points. That's mm-hmm. a big one on the trash flash. Uh, calling the police because you think everyone's driving the wrong way when really it's you. Seems trashy. Man, that's trashy. I, I mean, like, you're trying to do the right thing, but it's still trashy. Right. I like how he thinks there's hundreds of people driving the wrong way. <laughs> what is the matter with this world? Uh, I'm going to give him 200 points for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we got? He was arrested at 75. Boy, that's not putting a lot on the board, though, here. Hey, the points are the points. Okay, well, we'll give this one a score, Wood. It was a good story, though. Nicely okay. done. Today, our gentleman driving the wrong way when he thinks everybody else is doing it earns himself a deserved 550. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He had a blood alcohol level of... of 0.16. I almost forgot that. All right. So that's 160 points. Yes. I almost gave the wrong score. Don't play with me like that. All right. Let's get that drum roll going again. Today, our gentleman driving the wrong way, thinking that it's everybody else, earns himself a respectable 710 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. It's time to play Win the Intern's Lunch with Brian Riley standing in for our intern. It is the Jimmy Buffett edition of Win the Intern's Lunch. And we got Catherine ready to play. Catherine, what are you up to? Just on my way to work. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can't brighten your day a little bit with you taking the lunch right out of Brian Riley's hand. Yeah, he's fine. I like it. All right. So we asked Brian Riley questions about Jimmy Buffett's songs. Right. Um, now, he only has a few hits, so... Watch yourself we now. The, no, we went with the biggest hits. And Brian Riley's not a parrot head. Not at all. So we, the first question we asked Brian Riley was, what toppings does J- does Jimmy Buffett like on his cheeseburgers in paradise? Will he get that right or wrong? Wrong. You think he'll get it wrong? All right, here's what he did. In the song Cheeseburgers in Paradise... <laughs> How does Jimmy Buffett like his cheeseburger? Son of a diddle. Oh, no, okay. I should say, what does he like on his cheeseburger? Yeah, the toppings. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, most people like bacon, except wood. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cheese, lettuce, tomato, ketchup, and that's it. <laughs> final answer. <laughs> that's my final answer. That's incorrect. You're right. That's too many toppings. He's yeah. a simpler man than that. As a matter of fact, here is his cheeseburger order. on there is a kosher pickle, lettuce, and tomato, right? And ketchup. And ketchup. That's a simple burger right there. We have no cheese? All right, so you said he would get that wrong, right? Yes. All right, you're off to a good start. That's right. Next question we asked Brian Riley, and you only got to get two out of three, okay? Okay. We asked him, what is Jimmy Buffett looking for in Margaritaville? Well, he know that one. I gotta figure out if I can figure out what Jimmy's looking for in Margaritaville. (laughs) What he's searching uh, searching for might be a better word. I'm oh, I'm gonna go with no. You don't think you'll get that one? All right, let's see. In Margaritaville, Mm. what is Jimmy Buffett searching for? Probably another beer, uh, margarita. Uh, Oh, he's searching for his lost shaker of salt. Or is it shaker and salt or something? I don't know. It's some, it's I can never understand it. I know there's salt involved. He's looking uh, for salt. That is correct. Yay! Yay! Here it is. Searching for my lost shaker of salt. Where's 
the salt? Where's the gosh darn salt? Oh, language. <laughs> oh, he that got that one. That's what they do at weddings when you play that song. Oh, thank you. That's why I chanted that. Thank you, thank you. Um, oh, well, you got to get this last one, otherwise you don't win Brian Riley's lunch, okay? Okay. We asked Brian Riley in the song Knee Deep, what is Jimmy Buffett's only medication? Well, he know that one. No. You don't think so? All right, this is for all the marbles and Brian Riley's lunch. In the song Knee Deep, what is Jimmy Buffett's only medication? Oh, now I gotta sing the song. Oh, noir somewhere. Oh, Start with the class here, yeah. buddy. No, 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 I can't do that. Come on. This is the worst because I'm on. You guys are just staring at me, like eyes beating. Uh, Perform, man. No, I don't know the. I don't know it off the top of my head. I just know he's you knee deep in the water somewhere, blue sky breeze, and it don't seem fair. All the worry in the world is how I'm gonna reach my chair. Do 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 do. What instrument is that? Uh, that's the flutophone. The I don't. He just needs sun. I don't know. I can't think it off the top of my head. Sun's not a bad guess. It's close, but the ocean is his only medication. Mind on a permanent vacation. The ocean is my only medication. Wishing my condition ain't ever gonna go away. Why couldn't you just play that beforehand? Then I would have got it right. How dare we? Yeah. Ooh, you pulled it out there in the end. You guessed he wouldn't get it, and he did not get it. Hey. Hello. <laughs> nice work on that one. You did it today. You won the intern's lunch. Sounds good. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. There's a company called Airlander, okay? And they're saying that by 2026, they are going to have what they're calling the flying bum. <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're calling that because it does look like two big butt cheeks that are flying through the air. <laughs> Nice. That's not that. I could end right there, and that's a good. Maybe it's just me, right? Isn't that the start of Austin Powers? <laughs> the big boy. Yeah, it was big boy. But either way, so they say that they can achieve flying airships by the year 2026 that we can all take trips on that will remain airborne for up to five days and can take off and land from anywhere just like a helicopter. So what they're saying is this will be the new cruise that you take as opposed to getting out on the water and you go to a bunch of different destinations. You load up in a giant butt and take to the sky? Yeah. That's a big butt. Mm -hmm. That is a big butt. But what they're saying is is that this will be the new form of travel that people will take because it's safe. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's safe, it's reliable, and then you get to see the world in a way you've never seen it before, and you can get to more destinations than you can on a cruise ship. You can go to, like, inland destinations. Right, versus a port. And land this thing, and then go look around, jump back on. And they say that they by 2026, they'll be able to get 100 passengers on this thing. Mm. Like, with with room and everything else. Like, How big know? is this thing? Does it say? It's gigantic. It doesn't say in this thing that I have here. That's a big butt. It's right. Huge. <laughs> Call this thing the service. I shouldn't even. I should never have. <laughs> but now, <laughs> but it's got to be like an airplane, right? It's got to land at an airport. There's well, no way no, you just, just land in a big, field. It's, it's like a. It's like a blimp. It's like a gigantic blimp that's shaped like two butt cheeks. Mm, now, and a blimp does not take off from an airport. I've actually ridden in the Goodyear blimp. Well, Thank well, you very much. well, must be nice. And I got to fly ri- it. The rich get richer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We just get to look at it from the ground while you're up there. Wonder how much your dad paid for that experience. <laughs> uh, it's actually my uncle. Thank uh, you very much. Okay. Well, don't worry. I flicked everybody. Lots of there. money floating around in the Wood family, but <laughs> either nice. way. <laughs> but this, I mean, the idea of this is kind of cool. You know, to be able to be like, all right, we're going to Russia. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. 
them in. Count me in. Everybody wants to go there for their vacation, don't they? Get shot down if you fly over Russia. All right, so say you're going to Germany, then to Canada. You wanted to say Russia again, didn't you? Do I just not know any countries? We tried it yesterday. Nobody nobody passed. Yeah. Either way, it's kind of a cool idea. And they say by 2026, we'll be able to travel like this. I can guarantee you, I am not on the first, I don't know, 5,000 flights hmm. of that thing. Maybe 2030, you'd take a look at it. I like a cruise ship. What if there's no accident. What do you do on that big butt? They'd have I to can have think stuff. of a few things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come Either on. way. Okay. Class it up. Either way, we got something to look forward to in 2026, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> That trip, to, that trip to Russia, you <laughs> holding off on it now be a reality. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I did. I actually did before you guys ruined it. Probably the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would call it something else besides a butt, because to me it looks like something totally different. I move along. Oh, take it easy. I didn't say what. But I will have another one of these for you tomorrow, and it'll be just as good. I can guarantee you that. And maybe you won't find it interesting, and that's okay, because sometimes... <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break of the morning. I kind of forgot what we talked about. I know that we talked about me and my wife not knowing what to do with free time. Correct. Except for me getting drunk. <laughs> also, I had to wish my mama a happy birthday. Heck yeah, we did. Come on, Mama Woo. That's awesome. And we talked about some other stuff, too, that I'm sure we'll get into right now. It's our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track, and we tag it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. The day begins. Good boy. Well, Wood, yes. are we ready to do it? Why does your camera look so blurry? Really? Yeah, you look like you're on surveillance. Look at how clear mine is. Look how blurry yours is. I look. You look blurry to me. <laughs> well, and well. I look clear. Isn't that fine? Isn't that a fine how do you oh, do? My. All right, well, I'm. whenever you're ready, dude, we can get this show going. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is a great day today. Because football is back? A great day today. Does it have to do with football? A football's back tonight, baby. Awesome. Two, the kids are going to school. Awesome. Ah, damn. I know there's other parents out there just like me. Oh, of course there is. That My God, that silence you will hear. I can't wait to get home today. Open up the door and I will hear this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I will say this. I get sad when my kids go back to school because I enjoy having them around in the summertime. And that's yes. fine. How do you do? Yes. Here I am opening up my soul to you, and uh, you just don't care. You, you openly mock me, sir. <laughs> I spit in that dank well. <laughs> but I will be honest that it was nice to get home and have that feeling of silence. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, because, you know, I do I do a few side hustles that I do when I get home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I can actually maybe bang out like a 30-minute nap oh, yeah. in between side hustles. Ooh. Oh, it was pretty. it was pretty sweet. As much as I miss my babies. <laughs> Although they're not babies anymore. They're 12 and 14. I was about to say. Yeah, that's kind of weird, actually. Because earlier this week, my kids have been throwing up. (laughs) So send them off to school. Well, they're they're okay now. It was a 24-hour bug, and literally, it was like a relay race. Right. Average yakking, 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 and he's just like, I actually feel better, Dad. Held down some food. Perfect. (laughs) Murph, you're in. Murph's like, got it. (laughs) Come on. The good thing is, in your house, it'll spread through everyone till it gets to you. And then your body is such a fine-tuned machine, 
It'll shut it down. I've already defeated it. I already felt it. My stomach was upset for about four seconds. I was like, hey, whoa. I will not allow this. I focused on my mind, chi, yeah. and destroyed, annihilated this virus. I believe it. In fact, if I'd have been like the second person to get COVID, uh, we could have ended this in Should have been done. Should have just shipped me over there. Boom. Give it to Wood. Weren't you <laughs> dead? Weren't, didn't, weren't you affiliated with like Patient Zero from Las Vegas, though? Uh, the, I think it was like the second person who tested positive in Nevada was in my the hotel room next to my dad. That was the craziest thing because I remember your dad went in the hospital. Mm-hmm. COVID had just kind of started. You came into the production room like, hey, dude, I got to fly to Vegas. My dad's in the hospital. I was totally like, unrelated to COVID. Right. Totally unrelated. Yeah. And we're like, all right, cool. We'll figure the rest out. Uh, you know, we'll figure this thing out. My dad had gangrene in his intestines because of a hernia surgery. But then you didn't come back to this building for like three months. I wasn't allowed. That was crazy, man. And we, looking back on it, we flat out had COVID when I got home. Right. Everyone in my house lost smell and taste. Yeah. And we had headaches, but we didn't know like that was a sign yet. Yeah. And, eh, whatever. Hey, you, you know what? We overcame. Yeah. Well, I guess then I did get COVID early on and didn't kill it. Dang this body. <laughs> Dang this human life. Look, man, even you have your limits. This earthly vessel failed me. It had never seen it before. That was That's the true. problem. Now, if you got it. Done. Done so. <laughs> Not even worried about it. You might get a little, <sighs> and then just be done. I'm a tad tired. I'm back. I'm good. Uh, well, whenever you're ready, we can get this thing going. Well, I'm going to tell you right here now, we got some tickets to give away this morning. Too. We do. Absolutely, we do. So let's let's do our our due diligence here, and then we'll get the, the mess going. JB, hit it. I thought you were going to swear in there. That's why I got nervous for why a second. Why would I? Do, why? Yeah, you know, you're working blue. <laughs> That's before the mics go on. Yeah. That's when you get the real dirt. Because I believe FCC violations don't kick in until 6 a.m. Right. So we could be drunk. I think you can only say the S word, though. You can't. I don't, okay. think, you, I don't think you can ever drop an F word. Should, should we try it? No. Hell no. We've almost done it by accident before. And I was. Sure as sh- It was the worst day of my life when we did that. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the worst day of my life. But uh, we. I want to mention right here going down Saturday. We have Cider Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is such a cool event. I think my wife is going to go out to it. Okay. And she enjoys it because she gets to walk around and try all sorts of different ciders. Watch yourself. No, that's my wife. <laughs> I was just, I was gonna, that's my wife. I was gonna, yes, it is. And as long as I don't interrupt my football habits. Right. You'll probably be happy she's gone. She can help herself. <laughs> shoot your shot, gentlemen. Uh, but no, this is going down to Dick Putts Field, and we have tickets for you. So if you would like to go, all right? Text in, I want to, because on a, a lot of our texting contests, you have to spell everything correctly, right? Right, and then people will put like an emoji on there or something, and then it's then it screws it up. So here, how about this? I want to see how many different ways people can misspell the word cider. Oh boy, we're going to get some doozies. Yeah! You know this. The best ones will get tickets to go to Cider Fest this Saturday. Text in 320-656-9453. Your best misspelling of the word cider. All right. I want to see them. And I will text a few of y'all back, get you hooked up, because this is a great event. My wife loves it because she can walk around and check out all the different ciders. Yeah. Instead of going to the liquor store, buying us... How many... My fridge is packed with just random beers Yep. that my wife... Thinks she's gonna like bottom, didn't like them, and now I've got three M, you know, three fallen soldiers. Yeah, and what ended up happening is I usually just throw them in a cooler, 
take them to Wee Fest, and then just give them all away. That's why. Yeah, pretty much. I've always wondered why we have a smattering of odd beers just yeah, laying around. Just, do you want this? And just start throwing it to people. Well, so here is the deal. You get to walk around. You get to taste test all these different cideries. They're great local breweries as well. And you can find out which one is your favorite. Then... When you go to the liquor store, you're you're spending your money on the stuff you want. And you know what's cool too is like you can talk to the people. And I've always said this is so cool. You can talk to the people who actually make it. Yeah. You know, and these people have some of the coolest stories, man. To say like, hey, I'm gonna go into the cider business. That takes a leap of faith. Heck yeah. And what a passion they have for it too. So it's a really cool event. Brian Riley will be out there, of course, uh, with us. Uh, you can swing by, say what's up to him. You could be winning beer for a year and all sorts of things. Uh, there's tons of different prizes out there. It's an awesome event. It's going down this Saturday at Dick Putz Field. Win your tickets before you can buy them. I think Brian Riley's going to be out at Coburn's Liquor. Today. I, yeah. I, and I, I think it's the one on Cooper. Yeah. So if I think he's going to be out there from 4 until 6. So swing on by, say hey to him. Or you could, again, text in your worst misspelling of cider. By the way, some of y'all are doing a fantastic job. i got to log into our texting. I haven't even logged in yet. I, I kind of like side her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a little side piece. Side her. Yeah. So keep those coming. I'll text a bunch of y'all back and get you hooked up. This is the perfect time of year for this kind of stuff, too, where it starts to cool off like this. Holy, and my word, does it feel like fall? Yesterday did, and this morning... It smells like fall, too. 48 degrees when I got in my truck this morning. It, you know that there's actually a, a, a chemical that comes out of the ground when it starts to cool off that makes it smell like fall. Quit playing. No, man. We did this and maybe it's just me one time. Of course, you don't listen. But. Yeah. I, I was probably on to something else in my mind. Right. But it's a, it's an awesome event. If you have not been, we would love to absolutely get you in. And it, it, did, it felt like fall yesterday. Yeah. I got to go in. Check out my kids' schools. Uh, dropped off that stuff. My favorite thing is like these teachers are like, okay, so you need to log into this website. I'm like, look, uh, 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 mom will do it. Yeah, that's a mom. That's Just a mom thing. Because Andrea stayed home with Murphy because she was she was on the come up. Yeah, but still, you had to keep somebody home. She was getting ready for work. I got it. Give me the paperwork. No, just put it in. The book bag. I, I honestly, I stood there like a little kid yeah. with the book bag open, just like, can you put it in here? Did they pin it to your chest? Pretty much. With a safety pin? Uh, I'll give I'll get this to mom. Show cool. this to your wife when you get home. Zipping up, put it on my back, like, let's go! <laughs> Ta-da! But, uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, it's amazing how much effort teachers put into it. Oh, I just, it's insanity, man. My wife just started a new job uh, working with, I don't know what you would call it, like... I don't even know. Troubled youth? Not troubled youth, but they're like preschoolers who maybe don't have the best home life. or maybe, Okay. And so they come to school and they kind of act up. And my wife just started that job. And, what a cool job. And her first couple of days, she's like, wow, this is an undertaking. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's... I, I don't want to say she's an assistant because that makes it sound like she's not really working that hard. But she's like, man, these these women put in a lot of work. Like these kids get physical, and so yeah, almost teachers, like a para. Yeah, teachers mm-hmm. across the board, from top to bottom, and everywhere else. Preschool on to high school. Golly, you guys work hard. Man. I can tell you this much: if I was a teacher and you walked into my classroom, yeah, you're leaving. Nah. You're leaving dumber than you walked in. Well, that and it would be bare bones. Yeah. It'd be like the walls would just be like the brick, like yeah. it was a prison cell. <laughs> do you want to get up here and teach? <laughs> yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, feeling good. I know Woods excited. Football is back. Oh, I cannot wait for tonight. I thought it was back already. I got to be 100 percent honest with Watch you. Watch yourself. Man. Well, I, I had no idea. Well, you've been pre-season. talking about football for weeks now. Well, there's different. There's preseason. Then there's college football. This is the start of the NFL season. Oh, it sounds exhausting. Oh, you're right. It is, it's not- <laughs> and it's amazing. It's gloriously exhausting. Lay down. Let it wash all over me, buddy. So you will be incommunicado this weekend. 
Well, I mean, you can. Starting, starting today until Monday morning. I mean, again, you can't. I can't get email on my phone, which, can I be honest with you? It's nice. Trust Tree for a second? Yeah. It's real nice. I know. You guys always make fun of me. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want work email on my phone. I'll get to it when I get to it. And, and it's not because of a lack of trying here. No, I you- have literally had three engineers on this case. I have contacted Microsoft Outlook. Yeah. What did Bill Gates say? He literally said, what are you doing? <laughs> but it is wild to me how I cannot get this done. It like needed to be set by a system administrator, got that done, Did still didn't get it. And to be honest with you, when I go home, it's almost as if I can stop working for a little bit. Yeah, you should. Now, I do feel bad because you, you know there are things that do come through that maybe I should be on top of. But at the end of the day, I get in the next morning, I got, you know, 31 emails, 29 of them. They're trash. I could have skipped me on it. They're trash. They're the quick deletes. So it's kind of relaxing, but I know what's going to happen. As soon as I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm cool with this. I'll miss some massive thing and be left out high and dry. Coming from a guy who doesn't have work email on his phone. Right. By choice. It's never happened to me. But you're allowed to do that because I... In there to catch anything that gets through. That is true. You are the flex. <laughs> That's probably why my life has been so relaxing for five yeah. years. Hey, Kelly Wood, we're missing this massive thing, and if it doesn't get done today, everyone gets fired. Oh, I got it. Boom. Yeah. Send it off. Oh, thank I'm, you. I'm on the boat. I don't... Now now there's two of us not asleep at the wheel. No, I have my computer pulled up now that we have a little home office. I don't want to brag. It's just an extra bedroom. It's classy. You know, we happen to have that, but my computer pretty much sits open, so I have been, and someone even noticed the other day, like, Wow, you're actually responding to emails mm-hmm. outside of when you're at the radio station. That is pretty interesting. I'm trying, Wood. I'm doing. I'm trying to become a better man. Boy, I'm. You're brave enough to leave all your tabs open, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I'm. I'm pretty clean. I'm a clean living guy. I'm not. I know you're not. Everything of mine's password protected, <laughs> like a retinal scan. <laughs> Who's using? All right. All right. Yeah, we'll bring up this website. Well, everybody's back to school now. I think across the USA. I think the last holdouts are now back too, right? Hey, I think my kids were the last ones to go back. Right. So that's it, man. School's back. People probably, if, you have, if you've been gone all summer, welcome back. That's true. It's nice to have you. Listening habits are different. And just a shout out. Do not go around the school bus. Oh, God, no. Do not. And I trust me, I know it can be frustrating to get stuck behind a school bus, but do not. I honest to God think that our laws, like a couple weeks ago, Jennifer Leverance had a story about this once. Right. And it's something like they increased the fine to like $1,000 or something. Not, that's not even close to enough. I, honest to God, I think if you're caught speeding around a school bus, you should lose your license. I was going to say, it should be the same as a DWI. I mean, how dangerous and how selfish right. of you leave earlier. that stuff. Just leave earlier. I, I, or, or be late. Right? It'd be five minutes late. Maybe you'll learn a lesson. I just, I, if I ever see that kind of stuff, man, I would love to. Like, if I saw somebody do it, like, heading towards me. Yeah. There's part of me that thinks. Just pull right out in front of him. I got good insurance. <laughs> right. I'm going to stop this maniac. Pound on him for a little bit. Not a jury in the world would convict you, sir. I would think so. I wouldn't. Put but me in today's on world, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. Here's something that me and my wife, and I bet a lot of people. So I have a son who's 12, mm-hmm. Vincent, Vicente, and my daughter is 14, right? Me and my wife, with them going back to school and just with them getting older, we don't know what to do with our free time now. Like, during the week. 
Like they don't they they, they come home from school. They don't want to be around us. No, I, I get t- teenagers don't want to be around their parents. I totally understand. It hurts because I have sacrificed thirteen years of my life to these children. Okay, <laughs> cut that cord, Dan. <laughs> no, here this is a warning to any new parents out there. If you decide to be a helicopter parent like I did, once your kids don't want you around anymore, it, it feels personal. Then it really starts to hurt, huh? <laughs> it does because like my wife and I on Labor Day. We were like, hey, let's go out. We'll run to you know, Home Depot, and you know, we'll do the stuff, and we'll do it without the kids. Ooh. And I was like, you know what? Let's go have a beer. Let's, let's have a... Let's, okay, that <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> well, anytime you give it... Because I was like, you know what? We don't have the kids with us. Let's stop in for a beer. Well, five beers later, my wife is having to drive me home. There you go. Well, we don't know how to handle this newfound freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I completely came off the rails on a Monday, which I never, ever do anymore. That used to be a lifestyle for me, but now, we don't know what to do with our newfound freedom. Live. <laughs> Live. Live, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start checking back in on yourself. Uh, we And that's what I told my wife. I was like, this is weird. Like, I feel like I feel guilty like we're neglecting the children because we're not dragging them along with us everywhere anymore. Now, I should tell you this. Living... You know, and checking in on yourself does not mean crawling into a bar and <laughs> leaving every day. That was a complete accident. Just so we're on the same page. And there. luckily, my wife doesn't really drink anymore since <laughs> going through chemotherapy. Know. So I, so I honestly, I, I have no children and a DD. Let's go, mother of God. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is what I've dreamed of since uh, I've had children. Everybody, this is an all hands on deck situation. <laughs> we're gonna stage an intervention here. <laughs> Everyone, circle around. It's weird though, and I bet a lot of parents go through this when your kids don't like. I just don't know. We don't know what to do with our newfound freedom. I'm kind of going through that a little bit because I'm now done with school, and like that took up a huge chunk of my time. Yeah, even with online classes and stuff of like checking in, getting this assignment done, and all that. That's on top of work, jam that in before the kids come home. Oh, that's a that's a lot on your plate, dude. Now it's like okay, I don't have that. What to do? I I, I don't want to do chores around the house. No, you know. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> Hey, check this out. Spin City's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Sweet. Next up, Set on Wings. Win. Yeah. So, I mean, you know how it is. The wife always has a couple of chores that yeah. you just, you know, hey, can you fix this whole? Yeah, I just moved the picture down a little bit. Boom. <laughs> Done. Lisa said, first year empty nester. It's hard to find your own activities again. I can relate. Yeah, Lisa. It's. I mean, we're not empty nesters yet, but it's weird. But you're kind of, sort of. I'm going through that. Because I was thinking about that. My daughter will be 15 next year. Then the next year after that, driver's license. Mm -hmm. Once you get your driver's license, you don't ever want to be home anymore. That's freedom. You will, yeah, you'll drive anywhere for any reason for anything. Remember, oh yeah, I'll go pick up milk at the store, mom. Yeah. Boom. Three hours later, you come home. Yeah. Where's Where's that milk? Where's the leftover money? (laughs) Ah, Taxes, mom. And then think about that. My son will be 14 then. They're just going to be gone all the time. I don't, know, I don't know what to do. Then they're going to go to college. And that's it. Take off. And here come the tears. You can let go now, daddy. And now here's a good thing. Maybe you have a little kid like me who just keeps coming back home. <laughs> My dad called me the food-eating boomerang that he couldn't shake. <laughs> that was- Sometimes he'd walk out and be like, hey, dad. Got evicted. Living here again. Big boy's home. <laughs> and the only thing he knew at that point in time is his grocery bill was about to. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot more nudity around the house. <laughs> and nobody wanted that. But yeah. hey, you know what? It replaced it with a dog. That's what my parents no, did. No, I, I, look, when Jack finally goes to the Rainbow Bridge, I want to be done. Nah. I, I, I'm so sick of the hair on everything. 
the house will be empty. You'll want a little something. You'll get a dog. Like my parents, they, they, they talk to me as if their dogs are like their children. Yeah. And I just, hey, whoa, shh, ma, don't care. <laughs> Next story. She told me yesterday, she looked me in the eye. Now, mind you, it's my mom on FaceTime, so I only get from like her eyeballs up. So she has no choice but to look you in the eye because that's she, all you're seeing. She looks like the neighbor in Home Improvement right. as I talk to her. And she, she told me a story that I literally was sitting next to her when it happened to her. And she told me in like such vivid detail. I said, Ma, stop talking. I was literally sitting next to you when this happened. Oh, I thought that was your brother. <laughs> like, oh, God. I can't, I can't let these people live by themselves anymore. <laughs> the joys of having older parents. Mm, so, yeah, maybe that's it. You, you go from empty nest to then taking care of your parents. I guess. They just they, they wave to each other on their way in and out the door. <laughs> well, Wood, should we do some history? Come on. There, we go. there it is. Hey, there we go. Brenton texted in, buy a boat, Wood. Hell no. Wood doesn't want him. Wood doesn't like being on the water. Because then Kelly Jordan would be over every day. Hey, want to go in your boat with a six-pack of White Claw under his arm? <laughs> I'm, I got freedom, brother, <laughs> and a DD. <laughs> Who let you in? <laughs> it was it was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1813. Uncle Sam still wants you. Uncle Sam was first used as symbolic reference to the United States. It appears in an editorial published by Troy Troy in the Troy Post mm. of New York. Okay. <laughs> and do you know why they called it Uncle Sam? This is pretty interesting. It was linked to Samuel Wilson. He was a meat packer from Troy, New York, who supplied barrels of beef to the United States Army during the War of 1812. Hmm. It was stamped with U.S. on the side for United States, but the soldiers began referring to it as Uncle Sam's. Ah, oh, and okay. so that's what that kind of—that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, and what a ba little cartoon, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's just a tough dude, love the stars and stripes. Makes you proud of the country. We want you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. different time, man. Absolutely, ain't that the truth. Uh, back on this day in 1979, I had no idea it was this old. ESPN premiered on cable for the first time on this day back in 1979. Change sports watching forever. Can I be real with you? I had no idea cable even existed in 1979. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know. That was back. like We didn't get it until like the 90s at my house. You would get cable and you'd get all those channels. Yeah. And like way back, my grandfather actually got satellite when you had to get like the, the gigantic big one. one. Yeah. And it was wild. You would get channels, but you wouldn't get their commercials. Oh, that's crazy. Because you were getting the satellite fees that they were beaming down to oh. like the actual stations. And then the stations would overlay the commercials into it. Okay. So, so you're what, getting like the background feed. So what were you seeing when the commercials were playing on other televisions? You would see like, it would be awesome. They'd be like, are they like adjusting sets on yeah. the TV? <laughs> and they'd be like, ABC News. And then like the, you know, the anchor, whatever, he'd just like light up a smoke. Like, yeah. What are we doing next? How long until we're back? It was kind of wild to see, but you know, ESPN is such has such an impact on sports, and I won't get too deep in it, but like to, that's a big reason what we're seeing going in college athletics now. And I'll be real with you though, yeah, I don't watch any of it now because it, you don't need it anymore. Well, that and it's it's no longer like ESPN stands for Entertainment Sports Productions and News or whatever. Okay, and 
they've leaned way too far into the entertainment part. Like, the, all they talk about is politics and stuff like that. Dude, I don't need that. Yeah, I see, like, if I'm watching, like, Reels or TikTok or anything like that, I see so many clips of ESPN, and I'm like, is that even sports anymore? Uh, their programming really isn't. But, I mean, if it's a live game, heck yeah, man. And there's a bunch of people that are banned from it right now. They're in, like, a huge squabble with one, I think it's Spectrum Cable. Okay. And Spectrum Cable kicked ESPN off. So, like, Monday Night Football coming up Monday night. A lot of people may not see the game because of it. How are you going to see it? Oh, I, I'm doing YouTube TV. I had to do YouTube TV to get Sunday ticket. You got your connections. Well, I mean, they pay $2 billion for it. They're charging God. all of us a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that is insane. You're telling me. All right. Um, on this day in 2008. Well, today's home prices are completely unsustainable. They were bid up to these artificial heights by a combination of temporarily low adjustable rate mortgage payments by a complete you know, absence of any lending standards. The housing crash began when uh, troubled mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were placed under government conservatorship. Yeah, and man, a lot of that got bad. I bought a house in 2008 for 199000 it dropped to 150000 And I was like, my God. And then I lost my job. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't sell my house because I was crazy underwater on it. That was one of the 2008, 2009, 2010, some of the scariest years of my life well, and it because was, of this. And it was wild. To, like, in, even in, so like we lived in a really nice neighborhood. My parents did. Yeah. There were a ton of houses that went foreclosed on. Right. And like you could go down the street and you would see like one out of every six houses were suddenly empty. Yeah, that's crazy. That movie, The Big Short. Yes. Does such a good job of explaining how that all happened. It'll make you angry if you watch it. Oh my God, you will. And you'll be like, how in the hell did no one see this coming? It was Except cra- for those guys. Well, yeah, they did. You know what the crazy thing is, too, is people were just walking away from home. My neighbor down in Texas just walked away from his house. Yeah. Just stopped making payments and left. And it was like two years before they came after him for it. It is. It was wild to see. Hopefully, we never see anything like that again. Oh, man. But that- yep, the talking heads are like, hey, man, we're heading towards another one of those. I know. Oh, I can't. I don't know if I can weather another storm like that. That you was me both. That was just a terrible, terrible time. Mm. Uh, there, I, don't, I don't got any birthdays for you. Not a single one. Not None. I recognize. Well, then how about I do this one? Happy birthday to my mom. Oh, there you go. Today is her birthday. One of the toughest little birds you will ever come across. She is such an inspiration to me. It is her 72nd birthday today. Oh, awesome. Want to give Mimi a shout out. And she's not in. She's not inside right now. She's not in the hospital or anything like that. That's a positive. She found out she's got to start dialysis yesterday. Okay. So that's a little tough, but you know what? If my mom listens back, she listens to the podcast sometimes. All right. If you hear this, mom, I love you. I met your mom, uh, I think twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. Once when we were, and I was like, instantly I told my wife, I was like, you can tell she was a teacher because she instantly made me feel important. Yeah. And I'm not even like saying that in hyperbole. Like she would like talk and listen. And I was like, that was one of the nicest ladies I've ever met in my life. She is the perfect yin to my dad's yang. My dad is just the (laughs) grumpiest stare at you. No facial emotions. On the flip side, I don't think your dad said one word to me the whole time that we were together. And we were together for like a whole day out on the river. Kelly, huh? That's an interesting name. (laughs) Now move. Thanks, dad. So happy birthday to my mom and happy birthday to anyone else out there as well.